thing is, Emma Quigley, people said to me um, before I even started writing, like I said I was going to write a book, they said to me, oh, you just want to be like J.K. Rowling. I want to earn hundreds of thousands of dollars and you just want to be like her. And I said, no, I don't. I want to write so the world doesn't feel alone because someone will know in my book there'll be something in my book that someone can relate to, even if it's just one sentence. And I said to them, the reason why I'm having MA Quigley is because my name is Melissa, not Melissa, and it's spelt with one S, not two S's, and people will think if it's got Melissa Quigley there, they'll think it's a typo and it should be a double S and not one S. So I said I'm going to go with MA quickly and that's the reason why I don't want to be like JK Rowling it's just their perception that they put on you you know they people sort of perceive that you're different or that you're you're one way or the other but I'm still me and I'm I'm just doing what I love and and I really love it because it challenges my mind and I love a challenge. So that's that's just part of me and who I am. So and that's why it's MA Quigley and that's that's why, you know, I'll probably earn enough to buy a packet of hot chips. <laughs> I think it's good because it's non gender. You know, that's the thing about writing also is, you know, people assume things. And it's like we have all, all we have all these things in our head, you know? Yep, it's true. Yeah. You know, like I said before, you could take one line out of that book and it could relate to you. Or someone else could have gone through a death in the family and thought, well, that's how I felt, like Mark, drifting along in life. And we all want to love and be loved. Yeah. You, love is universal, despite race, religion, whatever. It, it's something that everyone craves for, especially when they're younger. They look towards their parents as role models and they think, I, I want to have a bit of what they've got. And they idolise their parents, one or the other or both, and think, well, you know, I want to find a man like my father or I want to find a, a, a you know, a girl like my mum, you know. She does the best cooking. Cooking's the way to the stomach. <laughs> reading about the love and the way he feels and you know like touching his hand or you know mm. walking by him I, I think everyone relates to that you know I don't think that's mm. gender either mm. you can have electricity pulses go through you when someone passes you yeah. and you have nothing you know when someone else passes you or you can have a handshake and it can be wet and limp or you can have a hand shake that's really strong or you can have one that sends an electricity pulse up your arm you know, it depends on the chemistry and the smell of the person as well, like whether they're wearing aftershave or it's just their body odour or whatever, or it could be a look or the colour of their hair or, you know, anything. You know, we're all attracted to different things. Yeah. And it's all our perception from when we're little and when we grow up, how we perceive the world from listening to our parents because that's all we've got to guide us. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It's the only thing you know until you go out in the world on your own. It's what your mom and dad tell you. You don't know what you think. <laughs> um, do you edit yourself? Or you have partners? Are you in a group? Um, well, I go to a writing group and um, we take four pages, like printed out, and um, we take like up to seven to ten copies, because you never know how many people will turn up. We sit in a round table. And we go around the table, we read out our 
pages, 2,000 words it is, so roughly four pages, double-spaced, and um, people will have a copy of it because you've handed out your copies, and as you read, they'll write on it what they think of what you've written. So when I wrote that book, I um, waited until I'd finished it because some people do it as they go along with a book, but I find I write into myself and I'm trying to write to keep up with the writing group and it doesn't work for me. So I waited until I'd finished the whole book and then I um, took my four pages and I read it out like from start to finish over so many um, weeks, like it took me a year. And um, so I'd go through it and then they'd tell me whether they liked it or not and they loved it all the way through. So I was very lucky because when I used to read my work out at university, no one liked it. And I think there's an age gap too where people, oh. you know, the maturity level and also um, not enough life experience more so than anything because they haven't had a lot of things happen in their life. Like, for instance, when my mum died, none of my friends could relate because their parents were still alive. So I sort of got tossed by the wayside by my friends and um, they, they had no compassion or empathy. Only one did and she stayed with me up until now. But the rest sort of just went off and did their own thing because they didn't understand what it was like for it to have a mother go into a coma and, and um, then die because normally that happens when you're older and your parents die. So, you know, it's like, well, we can't relate to any of this. And I think that's where the stumbling block was when I was at university. So whereas now, when I took my um, pages to the writing group, they really um, thought that it was really good because we're all eccentric and old in the writing group. <laughs> so we've had a lot of life experience. I'm <laughs> serious if you're in the writing group. You know, you're, yeah. you're there to help each other for real. Yeah, and then the next person will read out their writing and they might be writing fantasy, someone else may be writing poetry, someone else may be writing a picture book, someone else may be writing a memoir. You know, we're all writing different things or someone may have a short story that they want to enter into a, a competition or, you know, flash fiction. It's all varied. Every week it's varied and some other people may be writing a novel so they'll have, you know, a, a novel like I have, like different, you know, genre, but maybe it's romance or something. So, um, and just read through their four pages and then the next week we go around again and again and again. It's every fortnight, actually. Fortnight is two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> great. I love it. It's really good. Awesome. So they help me with the um, editing aspect and I use Grammarly as well. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, how did you get published? Do you have an agent? Well, I went through an agent and um, I sent it out to one agent who I met on Twitter. She'd just become an agent and she sent me back within 24 hours or less. She sent me back a um, thing saying, yes, we love it. Wow, 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 it's fantastic. And I was so shocked because I thought I'd have a lot of difficulty um, getting it accepted. And um, then 24 hours later, she said, I'm sorry, we can't accept it because of treaty laws. 
So um, I got a rejection acceptance and then a rejection. So, and they're in America or something? America, yeah. So, anyway, then I um, sent it to 21 others, so 22 altogether. And I had about, I think it was 10 or 12 rejections. And um, then someone on Twitter said to me, why don't you send it to a publisher? And Eric at 5310 Publishing, he um, followed me on Twitter that day and I thought, oh, well, I'll send it to him. He'll probably reject it. So um, and, um, I sent it to someone else and Eric came back to me and he loved it and he'd only read Chapter 1 and thought that it was great. And I said, what about the rest of it? And he said, oh, well, send it to me and um, I'll let you know, but, you know, and then the contract will either be sign the contract anyway. So I signed it, but then someone else liked it in, a, in the UK and um, they wanted me to sign and have a Zoom meeting with them and um, I said to them, sorry, I've signed. So, yeah, but 5310 Publishing have been really good. They're a traditional publisher based in Canada. And um, yeah, they've been working. No, no agent, just a publisher that did everything. Yeah, and um, they did the beautiful cover, which I love. And um, yeah, and I love the font and everything in it. It looks great. So, and it's available worldwide as well. And um, Ben's Books in Bentley, um, where I live. They've just taken some copies of it as well. So, and a lady that I know said that the book club is across the road from her. There's a book club and in Bentley and um, she's going to recommend, because she's read it and loved it, she's going to recommend that the book club um, read it. So hopefully <laughs> they want to. So, yeah. Because a lot of older people don't like um, LGBT too. Have you noticed that? A bunch of TV shows, movies now, when you watch it, there's always a couple that's lesbian or, you know, LGBTQ. Yeah. And, and it can be uncomfortable for the older generation. I'm I'm, yes. I'm not uncomfortable, but I have noticed it. No, well, I, I want, I'd like people to read it, but, um, you know, it depends on, you know, because a lot of people think, oh, LGBT. <sighs> But it's also YA contemporary romance and, it, and um, so, you know, it falls under several genres. It's not just LGBT because there's there's also the father in it and there's the, the daughter, the sister in it and, you know, and what they go through in their relationships. So it's all Mark, but it's intermingled with other things as well, with other people's relationships. So it's not just LGBT. That's why it comes under YA contemporary fiction and romance. So, yeah, so, you know, that, that's why I said there's a bit of everything in there for everyone, but it's um, because it's about Mark and he is a gay man closeted gay that's why it's lgbt primarily so yeah when you discuss how they touch or when they're around each other i yeah. really think that's really well done like thank when you he, when he like runs by and the breeze goes by and he goes did he touch my fingers mm. did he touch yeah. my nose mm. you can really feel that mm. you know like i was thinking did he mm. you know it's really well done. Those Thank you. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's really easy reading in terms of you move so quickly. Yeah. 
and and also you describe their uh, the way he thinks so fluidly. Yeah. You know, it just goes on, and then you, you don't really have to stop and think it all connects. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and the imagery, too, of the freckles mm. Dave has. Mm. Blonde yeah. curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This one's <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But yeah, it's really well done. Thank you. And also, when you jump from age to age, it's clear. Because that sometimes gets muddled up, you know. You kind of like, is yeah. that now or is that then? But you're yeah. clear about that. Yeah. How did you figure? Um, how did you do that? Um, I tried to do the backstory first and then just move forward. But there's only one little bit of backstory later on because of um, he has a memory recall when he's picking up Dave in front of the park, so he um, remembers the scene and doesn't want that to happen again. Um, but apart from that, I just go all the way through and I think that comes from writing in my diary and um, childhood thoughts and then you know as you become an adult and and the way you look at life and things so I think that's why that comes through from writing in a diary and um, yeah from when I was young until you know I'm still writing a diary every day yeah so you'll be in my diary. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so you think that <laughs> so, um, so it's basically like a journaling type of style you're saying the way you told the story well you could say that uh, I suppose it's a matter of perception how you perceive it for yourself and, and what's happening in your life and from when you were younger up until now so I didn't didn't really um, want it to come across as journaling I wanted it to come across just as, as you're reading it, like, you know, story flows along. But, um, and just the backstory from when he was younger. So you get an idea of what he felt like when he was younger, as opposed to right now when it when it's 1976 and flows forward, as in how he felt about Dave, how Dave rejected him when he was in high school, like as I was starting high school and, and going on. And so it's like um, just to get a sense of, you know, his feelings around those characters and then coming in to see Dave again and all those people from school are there and how they've changed you know, and changed in some ways, but not in others. It was so nice to meet you again. Thank you. Okay, I'll talk to you soon.